morning, everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. You today happens to be my uh, son's birthday, 11th of the 11th. Happy Remembrance Day, 11th of the 11th at 11 a.m. Jad Denman uh, came into this world, so he's. Uh, we've had a weekend full of parties at our home. Uh, we had the boys come over and have a sleepover on Saturday night and then the five-year-old whose birthday is exactly in a week from today, she had her unicorn party after uh, on Sunday and we basically just uh, uh, fell in a heap at about 5 p.m. yesterday and almost everyone fell asleep all throughout the house uh, on Sunday evening. So I hope you guys um, also had uh, you know entertaining weekends, whatever you were doing. It's it's bloody freezing in Melbourne and I'm wearing a, um, you know, singlet today. Um, today is meant to be the only good day in amongst all the freezing weather we have been having. So good morning to you all. And this morning we're going to talk about how to stop being a slave to your business and start running it like a well-oiled machine. Because through all my travels, um, I meet a lot of people who started out in business wanting to create um, a lifestyle around that, bring flexibility in and um, really just create um, uh, something that, you know, that uh, that serves a purpose, makes a difference. Um, however, I find a lot of people are saying, I'm so busy, I don't have any time for myself, I feel like I'm, uh, you know, married to the business and um, I don't really, you know, take that time to, um, you know, spend with my uh, family or there's guilt, uh, feelings of guilt and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit about how uh, you can convert that into, um, you know, slowly, it doesn't happen overnight, um, into a well-oiled machine and how you can step away and start enjoying that lifestyle and flexibility that you signed up for when you uh, had your entrepreneurial seizure to get into business. And I know there are days uh, that uh, all of us business owners feel like, oh my God, uh, wouldn't it just be easier to just go get a job? Um, but I know that's not an option uh, for those of you that are really passionate about what difference you want to make in the world, um, and um, and you don't want to give up, right? And um, you want to you want to serve and fulfill that um, fulfill that dream. So some of the things um, uh, that I'm going to say. Um, it might sound, um, you know, time consuming, dry, boring, but the time well spent on these things. Good morning, <laughs> Nats. Um, uh, so the time spent on these things and the effort put into creating them is going to um, obviously uh, allow you to step away from it. So what I tend to find is that um, uh a business owner uh, can have the mindset of, um, I can, um, you know, I can do everything. I do everything right. And I do everything the fastest way. So what's the point of, you know, uh, giving it to someone else? It's going to be a lot more frustrations and other people getting involved and perhaps, um, you know, missing bits and pieces. Uh, but it, it, at the end of the day, um, every business needs to go through an evolution and a growth and um, an expansion. If you, at the end of the day, want to be able to go I'm taking two or three weeks off. You guys take care of this. So yes, today we will be talking about how to set up some systems, structures, people, and all that kind of stuff all the time. Are you in my head? <laughs> um, 
I'm probably saying the exact same thing that most people are thinking about, Nat. So, um, yeah. Uh, it is um, it is something that is very common across the uh, across the board, and I still have challenges um, in my business. You know, from time to time, where I go, I'll just get that done. You know, that's you know because it'll just get done the right way or the fastest way or or the Natasha Denman way. And uh, however, I have learned slowly but surely how to let go of these. Um, some of these tasks or things and I've even said to my team that hey uh, you know I'm responsible for X, Y and Z, you're responsible for A, B and C and he's responsible for D, E, N, F and we really try to keep the ball of what we need to be managing within our court and keeping focus on that. Now that's one thing before I get into some of these things and suggestions and ideas of how to start thinking about setting up systems and structures in your business um, that's one thing um, uh, that uh, fails many people to reach their success is lack of focus. So if you start to think about also a bigger business entity, uh, if a business loses focus within itself, also that will prevent it from growing because it, uh, you know, different people are picking up different things and it's all becoming a mush, a mush and a muddle rather than just allowing other, each department or each person, depending on how big you are, to be doing their, their tasks and getting better and better at those specific tasks. So when we have focus, we get to the cash register a lot faster because we get in line and we stay in line. Whereas lack of focus is the biggest the, um, what is it? A thief of um, of success and of progress. So think about and ask yourself. You know, do uh, am I good at focusing at what I'm good at and keep getting better at that, um, or do I keep uh, looking outside and looking for the next shiny object or the next thing that's gonna be my finally the answer to all of my problems so i just wanted to sort of flag that because focus is super super important when you are um you know uh wanting to get your business off the ground to making sure that you are looking at things um you know um and then making decisions that are going to keep you on that straight and narrow in that line and um not towards you know looking at all the shiny things that are on offer everywhere because we are in the information age and we're being hit by advertising left right and center um so you've got to be really really mindful that you don't get stuck into the rabbit hole of other um, of what other people are doing and you stay on your path and also that applies when your business grows and evolves so when we're talking about um creating uh, systems and structures well there's many different ways you can think about this there is harder and longer ways and then there's also um, uh, easier and faster ways to do this um, and I'm the first one to say that about four years into my business I really really needed to hire a virtual assistant but um, I didn't because I kept giving myself the excuse that I need to write some more systems before I would hire someone. If you actually, if you are that overwhelmed by tasks in your business, my biggest advice would be just hire that person. Because when you're paying someone else a wage, it's going to be a little bit of a push 
and a trigger for you to start building or training and creating systems around what they need to be doing because you're not going to be paying someone to just sit around. So that's a really good way to push yourself into the deep end and try to swim. So I did hire my virtual assistant with one system only written on how to input uh, people's names into the database. And while she was doing that for the first two weeks because there was so much backlog of contact details that I had not put in at the time, I created a whole lot more other stuff that she could start doing. So there's different ways that I, um, in the initial days when I was on my own completely, I built systems uh, for myself, um, you know, things that I would need to do for my clients in a consistent way so that I wouldn't like be um, just delivering a, a mis mismatch of stuff. These people get onboarded in a certain way and these other people get step one, three and five and all that kind of stuff. So what I started to realize is um, some of the tasks in your business that you're doing are very much they repeat all of the time. Uh, one key one that every business would have is the onboarding of a brand new client. So what are the steps that you need to take to onboard that new client? So there might be a welcome email. There might be a Facebook group you need to add them to. We like to send our new clients a, a little postcard that they get that says congratulations. So uh, we have about probably 12 or 13 tasks that need to be completed when we're onboarding a brand new client. Every single business would most likely have that as one of their tasks. So maybe if you haven't started, you should start there. Um, these kind of um, tasks and steps can also be in, embedded or created uh, into a project management software called Asana. ASANA, it's free to use, and this is what we use to project manage all our onboarding, all of our events, all of our retreats, and our publishing projects that are in progress. So we have all of our project templates created with all of the steps. So, and then we just kind of copy those templates to create the new ones, and therefore no step is ever missed, and it's just ticked off, and you don't have to hold it in your head. Oh, did I do this? Did I do that? No, you just go to your list, start ticking stuff off, doing the tasks, or the most beautiful thing is having the ability to outsource that to your team when you have it, right? Good morning, Adrian. Great to see you. Okay, so there is, um, so that's the first thing you can do, and using Asana, even if you don't have a team, is really helpful for yourself not to hold everything up in your head and also to set yourself little reminders of certain tasks that may not need to be done today but they may, may need to be done in the future. And so getting used to this and then when you do have a team member, you can actually show them and all of a sudden you, you've, you don't need to recreate the work. So the same thing what they say, you know, you do the work once and then it serves you for such a long time uh, is so true. However, in saying that, writing systems, it's really important that you um, are reviewing them and updating them all the time. I can't tell you how many times this year we uh, rejigged our publishing um, emails. We have like a, 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 um, a list of 20 of them that go out at different stages during the publishing process for our authors. And um, the minute will come up, uh, a frequently asked question comes up or something like needs to be 
each week, we need to go in there, redo it, and resend it so that it becomes that new template. Good morning, Carmi. How are you? Great to see you guys. Um, Moana, great to, uh, to have you on the call as well. So really, really important. Asana is free to use. Um, and when you do have a team, um, uh, it's really great to uh, start using communication software. And the one we use in our uh, business is called Slack, S-L-A-C. Okay. And it's also free to use. And this is where we, we have different rooms, like um, a room for admin, a room for postage, a room for printing, a room for design, a room for layout, a room for sales, marketing, um, all like there's about 10 or 12 different rooms and um, where we can, the whole team can just talk to each other and um, you can search for past conversations or things being sent. So we're moving stuff away from, say, Facebook Messenger, which is the thing that we used to use. Okay, so other thing, um, an easy and fast way to create systems is to do screenshot videos, right? And because I hate like typing away like lots of words, 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 I like to show people, like show and tell kind of thing. I love doing systems on screenshot videos. On Mac computers, there's a free uh, program or app, whatever you want to call it. It's called QuickTime. And with QuickTime, you can make a screen recording literally in minutes, or well, depending on how long your screen recording is. I just last week re-recorded my publishing videos, just like I was saying to you guys before. We, we've rewritten our publishing emails a few times. I've now re-recorded my publishing videos. Um, the more I've learned, the more I've developed, the more I understand about everything, or the better I do it, of course, I want to communicate the latest communication. So screenshot videos are the fastest way you can create a system to pass onto uh, onto a person and um, with my virtual assistant in the Philippines that's exactly what I've been doing for her for years and now we have a whole library of training videos so should she for any reason uh, stop working for me tomorrow I can hand over those training videos to someone new and they can follow um, follow along with um, as to how I teach to do something especially in the businesses or the people that that watch these lives. I know you guys are in businesses where a lot of um, things on the internet need to be uh, done or, um, you know, techie bits. So it's really easy for someone to follow us um, a training tutorial, which is a video over something that's written like click here, do this, da da da, just show them. Another tip here is if you also yourself are following training videos, have two devices open. Have your iPad where the video can play and then have your actual computer open and follow and do stuff. And this is what I say, you know, um, to my staff is like multi, have the two screens always. We always have, I have my little laptop here on my side and I've got my big computer in front of me. Then Viv, who's here in the house, she's got a desktop here on uh, my other side and she also has a little laptop that she brings in so we're working off two screens making us a lot more productive because we may have different things up or when it comes to systems and being more productive and following a video it's really easy if it's on another screen um, often uh, start noticing when your clients asking you lots of the same question and start when you reply for the first well when you feel like you've replied two or three times to the same thing obviously it's a sign that this is a frequently asked question so create on your computer an FAQ folder and copy and paste whatever you've sent in an email reply to to your client and adjust it so it's not just for them so it starts to be a little bit more generic and start uh, populating your frequently asked questions so you can actually create systems on the go and that's exactly what I've been doing I haven't set aside 
hours or days or you know time to actually um you know sit and just go okay no i'm gonna write systems it doesn't kind of it hasn't happened like that for me it's like okay i need to teach and outsource something or i need to, you know this is being asked all of the time i'm so sick of typing up the same thing over and over again so i go okay let's put it into frequently asked questions let's create a template there and next time i need it boom i send it off and i'm a lot quicker and a lot more efficient and also then if you have a team you tell them what you've created and where they can find it absolutely your team needs to become familiar of where you guys store things so things can be found easily and quickly so your filing system if you don't have a good one please learn how to do it because that can be the biggest waste of time you wouldn't believe how many times i have sat next to someone on their computer and um they've asked for my help and i've said okay let's pull this up let's pull this up and with their 15 20 minutes later them come find their files on their computer that are so important that they're working on right now so please this is the time of the year you know we've come into spring a lot of people have been in spring cleaning we certainly finish our mission declutter the skip is being picked up like as we speak the guy said he'll be here in an hour um my computer's you know being decluttered i think today finally getting a good day of weather. We're doing window cleaning, I think, around the house or something like that with Stuart because it's beautiful outside. Um, and part of all of this is going to be decluttering them you know, uh, Dropbox and, you know, apps and all that kind of stuff that um, that builds up over time and just um, takes up way too much space um, and it doesn't need to be there. So FAQs, so templates and emails. So, so um, in our Outlook um, email system, we we have created folders along the you know sort of menu side if you like um that that is in outlook and I'm, this this is available in every single email um system and it's really good to file away certain um emails or, or invoices or whatever it is that you know the different sections of your business but especially you know your templated emails. so we talked about faqs going in a sort of document fold, um you know as documents in your faq folder but it's really really good if you can um uh, 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 create also the folders in your emails because then the emails are kind of ready to go and you can actually click forward and change the person's name or whatever it is and those system emails save us a ton of time a ton of time please start noticing the things that you're repeating yourself over and over about um, because they're the, 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 the start of systems and templates okay so checklists is another thing um, um, and checklists you can utilize the Asana system that we talked about before where you create a project management but you can create like a project like packing for an event or whatever packing for a book launch packing for a retreat whatever it is that um, you need to do that uh, that is a checklist it doesn't even have to be a project it could be just a packing list that could be also utilized there or you can print them off and sometimes if it's something repetitive a great idea is um, get your uh, checklist created print it off laminate it and if it's repetitive just tick it off as you go along if you're if it's like packing physical stuff as we do for a lot of events um, and then you can sort of wipe it out and have it ready for next time as you go along so that's just another thing that you could be doing and keep it in a place like if you do a lot of events you know have your event kit 
um, somewhere in your in your wardrobe. I've got a wardrobe over um, over here, so so I've got specifically a shelf of of you know my little speaker, my connections, everything. I kind of just go to that and put it in. I don't I don't even need to look at my checklists anymore. I kind of know what goes where and and I categorize it. So I just pull it off and um, put it in my bag. Um, so now we come to the point of outsourcing and hiring. So a lot of people can tend to wait way too long because pay, paying another person from your business that you started out as a solopreneur and and you know you've been working really hard to get into the green um, can seem very scary. Uh, you know, how do you come up with um, you know uh, you know accommodate the wage of a, of another person? But I can tell you, you know, it, it is it can seem scary. And taking the leap of faith is, um, is uh, you know, something that we, we can feel apprehensive about. But start to think about what are those things if you did have another person as part of your business. And first of all, it starts out with one. And um, what I have always found is you start to get um, uh, comfortable um, you know, within, you know, have paying that one person and you start to, uh, you, the business grows and that's the whole thing. You invest in people so you ha can have more time to do the most important things in the business that are the bloodline, like sales and marketing. So the first things do you ever outsource are, of course, your admin, your bookkeeping, customer service, you know, those kind of things, um, you know, can be outsourced very, very easily um, and taught and trained and uh, systemized so that they're done in a consistent fashion. It is sales and marketing that is always the very last thing you ever outsource in your business. You always do everything else first and, and which frees up more of your time to be speaking to potential clients, to be, you know, marketing your business, to be coming up with creative new ideas of how to promote what you do and let more people know how you do it, right? Because a lot of people tend to go, I just wish someone else would do my sales. I wish someone else would do my marketing. And um, they shy away from it. They don't want to appear pitchy or salesy. So how can I give it to someone else? But the truth of the matter is that you're the most passionate um, and uh, committed person to your business and people buy you. In the types of businesses certainly that I am surrounded by, that I mentor, that uh, follow me, I know that you guys are the face of your businesses. You are the person that other people buy in. So people don't buy what we sell, they buy what we value, okay? Maybe we need to say that one, one more time. People know by what we sell, they buy what we value. Okay, so what is it that you value and how do you communicate what you value so that you know other people go, you know what, I want to value that as well. I, I see value in that and that is what I'm investing in. So they buy the person you have become. They buy the solution of how you have achieved the goals of what you have achieved, yeah? Often, this is what I get told. When people hire me, they don't say, oh, yeah, I hired you to help me write my first book. They hire me because they say, I want to live the life you live. Um, I want to have the flexibility or how you've managed to set this up or you know what you've done with your book. So teach me how you've created it. I want to run the events. I want to run the retreats. I want to run a model of business that you have run. 
So yes, it's about writing a book, but it's about so much more. So what is that so much more when it comes to your clients? What is it that they see in you that they want for themselves? And that is the kind of stuff why it's so important for you to present yourself as a person who's wearing the marketing and sales shoes because there you've got the emotion, um, emotional charge behind what you do, okay, and why you do it and why you believe wholeheartedly that other people should be doing it in a similar fashion or with their own style but some flavor of what you have created, right? Because you need to believe that you're the number one provider of your type of problem to solution in the world and know that you can do it the best, best way. Because if you don't believe that, you are also going to see that as a reflection of the results that you bring into your business. So it's super, super important that you don't outsource sales and marketing until later on. You know, first of all, maybe it's a virtual assistant or someone who's kind of very casual that you you, you bring into the business to start helping you out. Uh, once you get for me, uh, you know, get used to that, and you know that there's a certain amount of tasks that you don't have to do, then you can bring someone else in, or you know, and and it's just you can do it slowly and gradually. I'm not um, uh, my personality style is not that I'm uber super a risk taker. I'm a medium risk taker. I certainly am not scared to invest and take a leap of faith into doing something new, uh, you know, learning something new, getting people on my team, but I haven't done it in a rapid rate where I've brought in five new people into the team and changed things up suddenly. It's been a slow, gradual growth of evolution, of bringing in, you know, uh, strategically people and, um, and different skill sets within the business. So it's been really, really, um, you know, uh, slowly and more calculated and also getting used to all of those different levels. Similar thing, you know, when we have invested in the different properties that we have been buying over the last few years, you know, again, you get buy the next one, get used to it, that, that level, you know, like get used, you know, like when you get into the hot tub, you know, you, you, you don't, don't jump straight in and give yourself a freaking shock of how hot the water is or the spa, let's talk about the spa. Um, you kind of go in there and you, you wait, you get your legs to warm up and, you know, you slowly then get to your knees and, you know, you sit down and whatever it is. So, so similar thing I have found has worked really, really well for me in my, the, the way of, everyone's got different comfort levels, right? Some people may be able to put a deep plunge into that, uh, you know, what, what did I do? The freezing water, like the ice waters and, the, and, and that, that can handle that. And other people want to do it gradually. So it's up to you how you do it, but you need to be doing something rather than nothing. Because if you keep staying the same and keep saying, I'm the only one that can do this the best, I can do it the fastest, the, um, the right way, yeah, Yours is not just the only right way. The last thing I'm going to leave you on today is when you get other people into your business and you have created new systems, those new people are also going to add further value and new ideas into what you do because one head is just one head. But when you get, I know now we've got like five people in our team, myself, Stuart, mum, Lendy, my VA, and Viv, my uh, publications coordinator. So with the five of us, you know, we're having actually a meeting uh, this coming Wednesday when we get together, it's not just my ideas. You know, they come up with different angles of thinking on the same problem and therefore so solutions come forth a lot faster. 
better systems get developed. So don't just be the only one that's developing systems. Once you have team members, get them to do it for you, right? Because they also know their role the best and they know it the best and they're doing it all of the time repetitively and they start to see cracks in spots where you might not be involved any longer. So therefore they will help you fix that up. So it's really, really wonderful when you also have then you have other people you can also vent to um, and look for support and think of new creative ways to get out of a slump if that's what you're, you're through. So it's really, really important to utilize the power of the mastermind when you do have a bigger team because that's ultimately, you know, what's going to expand and grow and um, evolve you any further. You don't have to set up a business that's going to end up having 1,000 employees. Uh, that's certainly not my vision or my dream of what I'm I do and how I do it, but certainly uh, I think a handful of people as you know, so that you can have the lifestyle that you signed up for and that you've worked so hard for to create um, over many years or decades, whatever, however long it's, it's taking you, you know, it's really important to get to the point when you do enjoy that because, um, you know, having a business and running a business is not for the lighthearted. So um, uh, if you've stuck it out and you have, progressed you have created so just in summary we were talking about today how to stop being a slave to your business and that is through the utilization of creating systems templates setting up projects um, and then further outsourcing and growing your team uh, for further growth and more freedom your way so we talked about the power of you know creating on-the-go systems via screenshot videos if you're gonna like what we did um, you know earlier this um, uh, a month ago Viv was writing her book um, and we wanted to create fresh new systems on setting up Ingram Spark and Amazon and all this sort of stuff so I said while we're setting you up, let's just film what we're doing for you. So we just did exactly that and um, and now we have fresh new videos. So you're creating them on the go as things happen. When you start noticing frequently asked questions, you're extracting stuff, you're cutting and pasting, putting the frequently asked um, questions area of your computer, you're creating templates that are repetitively things you don't want to re be retyping every single time, um, utilizing um, checklists and laminating them if it's something that you repeat all of the time and ticking them off. And of course, you know, the old fashioned manuals um, are still an option there. Um, however, I think there's so many other new ways that you can use technology to create awesome systems that show people exactly how to do their job. So go forth, start doing this. Start creating something um, and once you get on a roll, it'll just become part of your business operations and something that you're doing on a daily, if not a weekly basis. Um, but always have that in the back of your mind. Will I need to do this again? Will this be something that could be asked again? And just keep, you know, while you're doing it, um, you know, you're killing two birds with one stone. Answer the question, save it as a frequently asked question and keep going that way. So I trust that this has been a valuable, has given you some ideas and some suggestions on how to, um, uh, you know, create systems to remove yourself and um, outsource stuff to other people who are going to ultimately help you so you can uh, live the lifestyle that you deserve and reap the fruits of your labor of what you have created and how hard you have worked for it. Have an awesome week, guys, and I will see you same time, same place next Monday. And share with me if there's any other things that you do 
that um, that have freed up time in your business uh, that might be valuable with whoever's watching this and also me. I'm always looking for extra tips. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Smash it out.